Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Dive into some minutes of the Vikings conversation with Dane Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He joins us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. Give him a follow on Twitter at Dane Mizzitani. Hey, Dane, how has uh, TCO been treating you, my friend? It's been good. It's been, uh, you know, it's getting a little boring. So the, the joint practices came at a good time. I think the, the dog days of training camp are really really starting to hit both the players and the media. So I think the joint practices with the 49ers, Perfect timing over the last couple of days. Yeah, I'm going to try to make my uh, appearance. I always try to make an appearance or two during training camp as uh, as training camp is starting to to quickly uh, wind down, though, so i got to kind of get this thing figured out. But, yeah, uh, you know, you're saying exactly what Matthew Collar said on the show last night. He's like, man, we needed this, this you know, stuff with the, uh, the scrimmages with the 49ers because it was getting tiring watching just the same old guys. But – you know, you got Kirk Cousins that's back with the team now because he didn't play this past weekend. He was away from the team until Tuesday with uh, in the COVID protocols. He was he had COVID-19. But now that he's back, what are the thoughts or the plan for him in the preseason? Because I am of the thought that, look, quite frankly, we should not see Kirk Cousins. We know that Kirk Cousins is the starting quarterback. We should not risk him to get injured at all. I don't care if he has one, two reps. I don't care if he has one series. What exactly is the plan? Yeah, I'm with you personally. Like, what could you gain from getting a series, two series, maybe three series out of Kirk Cousins? And, like, the best case scenario is that he looks good. The worst case scenario is that he gets hurt. Yep. So, like, it's not worth the risk, in my opinion. Now, we've been trying to figure that out with Kevin O'Connell. If you look at what Sean McVay has done, what the Los Angeles Rams have done in the past, they do not play their starting quarterback in the preseason. So most people kind of are reading out of that. Like, obviously, Kevin O'Connell came from the Sean McVay tree. There's reason to believe Kirk Cousins won't play in the preseason. We don't know for sure. He's holding his cards really close to the vest. 
Would I be shocked if Kirk Cousins got a series on Saturday? No. Would I be shocked if he didn't play at all in the preseason? No. So we don't really know right now. Like He's doing a good job, Kevin O'Connell is, of being a little bit coy with his decision-making or like being public about his decision-making. I think they've probably already decided if Kirk's going to play on Saturday or not. I think they've probably already decided if Kirk's going to play in the preseason at all or not. Um, but we don't know for sure right now. Um, but if you had to, you know, at this point, what do I think is going to happen? I don't think we're going to see Kirk Cousins at all this preseason because right. I don't think that we're seeing. I don't think there's a, there's a point to it. All right, so so let me let me take it a step further. Then I would, and this is just more about because we don't know this, but this is just mm-hmm. us kind of talking out loud. G- give me the names of the guys for the Minnesota Vikings that you personally would not play in the preseason because I know who mine are. Yeah, I think we're going to align pretty good here. I wouldn't play Kirk. I would not play Dalvin Cook. I would not play Justin Jefferson. I would not play Adam Thielen. You're obviously not playing Irv Smith Jr. because he's nursing that thumb injury. He had third surgery on his thumb. Sounds like he's going to be ready to go for week one. I wouldn't play Harrison Smith. I would not play Patrick Peterson. And I certainly would not play either of my edge rushers, Daniel Hunter or Zadarius Smith. Those dudes are dogs. They're going to be fine whether they get – Zero preseason reps are 100 preseason reps. They're, they are who they are. They've dealt with injuries in the past. There's no reason to play the Neil Hunters, Darius Smith. But those are probably the guys right off the top of my head that, that I'm not playing because I don't need to. There's no reason to. I, I know what I have in those players. Let the rookies, let the guys vying for roster spots or, or position battles, let those dudes play. Let, let them play. Let them figure it all out. I'll probably throw Brian O'Neill in there. He's my right tackle. I, I don't need him to, to, to prove that he's the right tackle. But, you know, the big names, I think it's pretty common sense. Like, if you subscribe to the thought that players, starters, important players should not play in the preseason, I think those are the names you're probably going with. Talking to Dane Mizzitani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He's joining us here on Lake Night on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830 WCCO. He covers the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota Wild for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And those are the names. Like, me and you are in total agreement on all those names. To me, I don't see any upside, especially with guys like uh, Daniil Hunter, who gets hurt a lot, Dalvin right. Cook, who gets hurt a lot, Justin Jefferson's your best player on the the entire damn team. Like, there's no upside to playing any of those guys. So I'm in total agreement with you on that. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, because I haven't been out there yet, is but I did watch um, some of the preseason stuff. But more so, I'm, I'm I'm concerned about what you've seen maybe the last couple of days with the Niners in town, is that I'm getting good reports and hearing from people that they like Ed Ingram and they like what Christian Derrissaw is doing. So potentially, do you think that this offensive line could be vastly improved from last year until this year? I think so. I think there's reason for hope. If you're a Vikings fan, I think there's reason to believe the offensive line, which was a weakness in the past, could be – I'm not going to say I'm not going to go as far as saying it's going to be a strength moving forward, but something that doesn't hinder your ability to win football games, which it has in in the past couple of seasons. I think there's reason to be hopeful about that. I think you have Christian Derrissaw, who he's going to go through some growing pains. He's only played a handful of games in the NFL as a starter, but he has a ton of of, of raw talent, and he's extremely coachable. We were talking to Trent Williams. You know, maybe the best left tackle in the game still uh, on the 49ers after practice today. And he, he said, you know, 
Christian Derrissaw reminds me a lot of myself when I was a kid. And Christian Derrissaw was was out there getting pointers from Trent Williams. It's it's those are the cool things about doing practice that you want to see, like a young kid learning from a, a future Hall of Famer in Trent Williams. There's reason to believe Christian Derrissaw Christian Derrissaw is going to be good. Ezra Cleveland has showed improvement. You mentioned Ed Ingram. I think he's going to win that starting job. He looked pretty darn good in the preseason. I'll be interested to see him this week, uh, you know, against the Niners in, in preseason game number two. Brian O'Neill, one of the best right tackles in the game. I think if something were to go wrong on this offensive line, it would be with Garrett Bradbury. It would be if a team has a really strong interior rush. I'm not sure Bradbury can be that anchor for, for the line. And the Vikings haven't gone out and gotten a, a center to compete with him. They wanted Chris Reed to compete with him, he, who played right guard for most of his career in Indy, but he's been hurt. So right now it's pretty much just Garrett Bradbury running with the ones with no competition around him, and he's your weak link. So if, if there's something on the, on the offensive line that concerns me, it, it's it's at center with Garrett Bradbury. But I do think there's, there's reason to be hopeful everywhere else on the line uh, because of what we've seen both in training camp and in the past, you know, with people from last season looking at, at their reps, um, you know, up front. Dane, you know, one of the things that I saw earlier on Twitter was you commenting about um, some video that the Vikings had tweeted out about Justin Jefferson, and you said this was pretty much the story of Vikings-Niners joint practices. Nobody could guard Justin Jefferson. It doesn't matter who it was trying to defend him. I've said this since last year that he's – one of the top five wideouts in the National Football League. I felt coming into the league that he was going to tear up the league, and he's done nothing but tear up the league. I think after this season, I think that Justin Jefferson is going to be the best wideout in the National Football League. Tell me what you saw with him in those practices with the Niners. He's unguardable. Like Nobody can check him. And I don't think we needed joint practices to see this, right? Like We see it in training camp. We've seen it last he's had the best two season start to a career of any receiver in NFL history. So we know Justin Jefferson can ball when he gets out on the field, but I think it's further proof when you, no matter who the 49ers threw at him over the past couple of days, it didn't matter. They couldn't hang with him. The only way you could stop him was if one, he dropped the ball, which is very rare, but he did drop a couple in practice. Or if you, if you held him, if you interfered with him, if you got a flag, which like the Vikings will gladly take in the regular season. If if how you're trying to stop Justin Jefferson is by getting penalized, that's going to be yards. So I'm with you. Like look at everything Justin Jefferson did over the past couple of seasons. He did it in an offense that I'm not going to say they were allergic to passing, but they wanted to run the ball bad. Like that was how coach Mike Zimmer wanted to function his offense. They wanted to be a run first team and through it all, Justin Jefferson posted numbers that were like a video game. Now he has Kevin O'Connell, who comes from an offense that just produced Cooper Cup, who, had, who lit the world on fire last year. I mean, there's a reason that if you look at over-unders in Vegas, if you look at prop bets, Justin Jefferson has the highest receiving total over-under of any receiver in the league. It's because Vegas expects him to lead the league in receiving. And there's a reason, because – He's a super talented player who's being going to be utilized in a way he's never been used in his career to this point. And I, I'm with you, Lake. By the end of this season, he's going to be the best receiver in the league. The, the Vikings got one in Justin Jefferson. I, I'm going to say this right now, man. It's not just the speed. 
It's the quick twitch. It's mm-hmm. the body control. Like he is just he's just a like he's just a freak, man. Like like it's it's amazing how he's able to move on the football field. And this is my prediction for Justin Jefferson. Okay, you heard it here first. Justin Jefferson right now, okay, he's seeing dollar signs. He's seeing he's seeing what Debo got. He's seeing mm-hmm. what Tyree got. Justin Jefferson is about to ball out. Ball out of his mind. And this time next year, he'll be the highest paid wide receiver, arguably in the history of the National Football League. He's going to get a massive contract. I'm with you right there. Um, Yeah. Justin Jefferson had a funny quote early in training camp. I'm not too fond of money. Like, I I joked that, like, his agent was probably like, yo, chill with that. We got to get some money because, (laughs) like, you're going to be the highest paid receiver in the league. And the the only way he's not is if he falls on his face this season which I, I don't think is possible. He's too talented. The offense is so good at what we've seen in training camp. The offense is so good at scheming guys open that even if the offense wasn't designed to get Justin Jefferson open, he, he would just get open by, by nature with how good he is at running routes. But this offense is going to get him the ball in space and let him be talented with the ball when he has it in his hands and he has to make one guy miss before he can get to the crib. Like, He's going to be the highest-paid receiver because he's going to be the best receiver in the league. We're on the same page about that. I'm with you. Absolutely. You heard it here first from Lake. You heard it here second from me. <laughs> I'm totally with you. We're talking to Damon Zitani for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. He covers the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota Wild here on Lake Night on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. All right, so in the second game, is there anything in particular that you're kind of searching for that you want to look at? Because last weekend – I really didn't care that much about the game, to be honest with you, because nobody that's a factor really played at all. But I was looking at the Booth Jr. slash Cameron Dantzler stuff, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really excited with what I saw. Yeah, I'm with you there. Like, I think, I think the Vikings like Cameron Dantzler. I think he's someone who's graded out pretty well in, in, in pro football focus and, and, and their grades that they do week to week. But I think they're giving Andrew Booth an opportunity to win that job, to to, to overtake Cameron Danzler and, and to win that job. And last week in the preseason, he wasn't very good. Like he gave up a couple catches, and everyone remembers the the, the penalty that he took. Yep. He took a DPI, and on top of that, got a face mask. That's a thirty yard penalty. And on top of allowing a twenty yard catch on that, that's like a fifty yard play that Andrew Booth allowed by himself. So that that did not inspire a ton of confidence, but. What I will say is I like his aggressiveness. He's got to find a way to kind of rein that in a little bit and understand, like, look, this is what gets called as a penalty in the, in the NFL. You can be physical, but these are, like, the things you absolutely cannot do. I'm not sure he's figured that out quite yet. He's a rookie, and I yeah. think he's really talented. I think he's I, – I like the aggression that he shows on the field. I like that Andrew Booth Jr. is one of the few corners in practice in training camp that is willing to go talk some trash to Justin Jefferson, that is willing to go talk some trash and, and mix it up with Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne and B.C. Johnson. Like, this guy has a competitive fire to him that I think you can't teach. Um, I think you can teach the technique. I like what I've seen in Andrew Booth in training camp. I did not like what I saw in him in the preseason game last week against the Raiders. So yeah, he's something I'm definitely honing in on. Yeah. You know, it was the Niners this week for sure. Like because I think deep down the Vikings want him to win that job. He's got to take it.
Yeah, and I'm not down on him. You know, like like I want to see more, but he's like you said, he's a rookie, and I'm not going to put mm-hmm. a whole lot of stock in in week one of the preseason. The same way that Viking fans were like, oh, maybe we should cut Alexander Madison. Maybe we should right. trade. A-. Like, what did you make of that? That and then I'll, I want to. I want you to address that, and then we'll close out on that because. I find it just ridiculous that Viking fans were even uttering such foolishness about, well, maybe we should trade Alexander Madison because Ty Chandler, he's the guy. What? What are you talking about? No one's playing. 100%. You're spot on. And the people who wanted to trade Alexander Madison, deep down, if they looked themselves in the mirror, they could probably say we played too much Madden as a kid, right? <laughs> because that that is a Madden trade. That is a 2K trade. Like, what – the, the the thing I saw on Twitter was like, why don't we trade Alexander Madison for a center? Or why don't we trade Alexander Madison for a backup, you know, quarterback? It doesn't work like that in the NFL. Like, nope. you don't just trade your weakness for this thing that you have that you think is super valuable. Like, Alexander Madison's a really good player. He's also a backup running back. There's no one out there in the NFL – is trading for a backup running back. And and look, I'm not taking anything away from Alexander Madison. He's a great player. I think there is a very, very good chance he does not resign with the Vikings next season. Agreed. And he goes somewhere else and starts. Like, yep. I think he's probably a capable starting running back. But no one is giving up a established backup quarterback or an established starting center for a guy that they feel like if deep down, if, if, if we like Alexander Madison, we'll just get him next year because he's, he's leaving and we could pay him. I thought it was ridiculous. And, and, and it was really disrespectful to Alexander Madison, what he's done for the Vikings over the past three years, the resume he's put together. I do believe in Kene Nwangwu, and I believe in Ty Chandler. I believe they can be good players in this league. But it's super foolish to just be like, wow, they had some good runs in, in preseason one. Yeah. And, Let's trade our backup running back. No, it's 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 really dumb, and it's something that I think has just been cultivated by the culture of playing too many video games. I'm there too. I've done it. It's easy to team build on this video game when when you got nothing at stake, and and the computer will accept whatever trade you, which you throw out there. But that's not how the real world works. Yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous that that people are going to put a lot of stock in a preseason game number one where nobody's playing versus a guy who's actually done work in real games that freaking matter. That just is is mind-blowing to me. His name mm-hmm. is Dame Mizutani. He covers the Vikings and the Wild for the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Dame Mizutani. Hey, Dame, man, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, Lake. All right, take care. That's Dave Mizutani joining us here on Lake Night. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.